right? Our girls are constantly bombarded with this message that they need to be or look or act or conduct themselves in a certain way to be respected, to be loved, to be, you know, treated, to be treated well in society. This is Charisma Connection. I'm Chris Johnson. And if you believe there is a need for positive role models for young women today, it's time you heard of our guest, Erin Weideman. Erin is a certified teacher, coach, speaker, and she's the founder of Truth Becomes Her, which is a global community that equips women to let go of fear and step into leadership. She's also the author of eight books, including Bible Bells, the Adventures of Rooney Cruz series for children. So we're going to talk about that today. And Erin has her own podcast called Heroes for Her, where she interviews female role models who are living out their passions in line with their personal values. So Erin, we welcome you and we're glad that you're used to podcasting. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're going to discuss some of your passions today and how that plays out in your children's books. How would you describe your your mission, uh, the mission that led to the Bible Bells book series and other things you do at Truth Becomes Her? Bible Bells was really born uh, out of, you know, a, a lot of time I spent teaching in the classroom and coaching kids on the athletics field and just coming home and feeling sad and frustrated about what today's girls are going through, particularly middle school. I taught for six years and asking questions like, you know, is there a way that we can connect girls years before they'd ever walk through the door of a middle school with the women of scripture and help them see what God says about who they are, what their character should be, the impact they're called to make in the world and get their focus sort of redirected in a positive way through the stories of these women. So um, we set out to create a book series, which has then in turn expanded. God's really um, taken us on an interesting journey to reach people all over the world with this message that girls do have a voice, their voices matter, and that we're called to use our voices in a way that's going to benefit others, serve the Lord, impact this world for good. So that's really what it was born from, just sort of a deep desire as a teacher to want to come alongside these girls, and then in the process became mother to a daughter myself and didn't really expect that. So God really brought me a long way in terms of female empowerment and my own leadership. Now, I understand your daughter's name is Rooney. Is there a, a family history to that name? No family history, just you got two crazy weirdos over here who wanted to choose a unique name and something that um, was a little special, a little outside of the box. And we actually, when we were um, batting names around for the, the main character of our book series, we were walking around the trail by our house, um, having a, a similar conversation about what we would name the baby inside my belly. So it made a lot of sense as we birthed the Bible Bell series and became parents ourselves to sort of align the name of that character with the name of our daughter. Uh-huh. So how old is Rooney now? She just turned five. Okay. And she's a very cute little girl. I've seen her picture on your Thank website. You. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> well, uh, tell me about more about how Rooney played a role in that first Bible Belt book. Well, I mean, on but way pre-Rooney, before we were, I mean, before we even thought we would be parents, we were driving home, you know, on the way home from church. We were debating what to get our niece at the time. Her name was Hannah for her birthday. And we thought, oh, there's this great story of Hannah in the Bible. We could connect her to, you know, this great story of prayer and trusting the Lord and surrendering to his plan for your life. 
And um, we made her just a little storybook. And, you know, for her birthday, we gave it to her and she kind of hugged it to herself. And she said, Auntie Erin, I didn't know there was a hand in the Bible. And she, you know, she was going to Awana and Sunday school and, you know, her parents have an active faith. And we just couldn't figure out why the sweet little girl we knew didn't have a connection with really any women in the Bible after we asked her. And then the more little girls we talked to, the more we figured, or, or we found out that, you know, they can name all the Disney princesses and all the details of their story, but a knowledge and a connection with the women of Scripture and the women God powerfully used inside his story was missing. So that's what sort of inspired the beginning of Bible Bells and getting started on the first book, and now we're, you know, eight books in, and we have a lot a lot more going on than, than we did in that early season. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a good observation to realize that she something wasn't connecting there about the women in the Bible. Now, tell me more about the main character in the Bible Bells series and what happens in her journey to discover God. Yeah, Rooney is just, you know, your typical nine-year-old little girl. She's struggling with, you know, her relationships, her friendships at school, and she's going through you know, modern day problems that I, I saw girls, you know, experiencing in the classroom and on the athletics field, like I said. Um, so it's really, we wanted to create a way that, you know, girls today could connect with a character they could relate to. This is somebody who, you know, whose struggles reflect their own struggles uh, in terms of, you know, where do I fit in the world and what is my true identity and who, who was I made to be? And when you look out into the world and culture, it's, it's relaying all of these messages to our girls about what they're supposed to be and look like, how they're supposed to dress, what they're supposed to act like, how they're supposed to talk. And it's, it's a very loud culture we live in. So Rooney is just, it, it's the key. She is the key to connecting girls to these, to the stories of these women, because she's a modern day hero. Girls can see themselves in her situation. And she really undergoes a transformation as she makes her way through the series, interacting with these women and learning to understand more about God and who he is and what that means for her own life. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I believe, is there five in this series? Yes, there are five books in the first series. They're all Old Testament women. So we have Hannah, Esther, Abigail, Ruth, and Deborah. And I put them in that order because my teacher brain was telling me each of these character traits, prayer, patience, bravery, loyalty, and leadership, needed to follow sort of a natural progression as you would talk to your daughter and guide conversations about beauty, identity, and purpose. And I put them in that order, not realizing that their initials, H-E-A-R-D, spell the word herd. And it just became a powerful metaphor for, you know, girls do have a voice and their voice matters, but it's not just about going out into the world and making a lot of noise, which we see a lot in culture nowadays. It's more about making the noise God would have us make and sharing the messages and, and loving and serving others the way he calls us to do that. So in this series, you're expecting conversations of faith to come up, I'm sure, between girls and their parents and other people who love them. Yeah, they naturally come up too, and we really wanted to create a way, you know, stopping points, places to talk and, and have, you know, some of these hard conversations and to give parents the tools that they need to guide the conversation, because a lot of times it is hard to bring this up. And I mean, we all want to be intentional about directing our children toward God and toward a faith in Him and being able to develop that faith. But sometimes we just need help with, you know, the, the way to access those things and, and being able to connect a story to a real-life application. These are the things that we struggle with as parents. So we wanted the book series to be a really easy tool to pick up, to know it was based in the truth of Scripture, but that it contains 
you know, there are entertaining elements, there are engaging elements, there are um, points in the story where, where we will guide you to have those conversations, help you know what to say and how to, how to cultivate connection as you read through the books. I'm sure that's very useful for parents. So what type of uh, conversations should parents expect as they pick up these books and, and go through them with their girls? What, what, what type of topics would come up? You know, I think the entry point for any conversation, if you're starting off with the Bible Bell series, you, each of the books focuses on a singular character trait. So you have these women, women like Hannah, and, and they're all the bell of something. And bell in Latin means beautiful. And it's, it's really just meant to help parents introduce the idea that God's definition of beauty is very different than the cultural definition of beauty. And His is the one that matters. So as we talk about, you know, you know, the society and its um, its its supreme focus. It feels like for women on this outer beauty or physical appearance, we really need to own as grandparents, as parents, as the adults in the lives of these girls, own the conversation about whose definition of beauty actually matters, and pointing girls to character traits, to inner beauty, to the skills and qualities they can acquire and strengthen that are that are based in their heart and not necessarily based on the, on the outer, you know, that, that, the, what we see on the outside of someone's body. So it's so limited when you think about what God, what God's design for beauty actually is. So really owning what, what it means to be beautiful has everything to do with what your heart space looks like and not so much to do with the outside appearance. Well, many of our listeners would have daughters, would have granddaughters or other girls in their lives. Maybe some of them are fostering or uh, working as a big sister, volunteering. Uh, how can they help the girls in their lives know what they're truly worth? I think, you know, it is, a, it is the larger conversation that we're trying to, to battle against that narrative, right? Our girls are constantly bombarded with this message that they need to be or look or act or conduct themselves in a certain way to be respected, to be loved, to be, you know, treated, to be treated well in society. And I think for parents and whether you're fostering, adopt, I mean, whatever your parenting journey or your mentorship of girls, whatever journey God has you on in, in the lives of these girls, it's really about owning that conversation and being able to use a framework for talking about things like beauty and your identity in Christ, and what God's ultimate plan and purpose is for our lives, that's where we should intentionally parent. You know, we're not just bringing up these girls to be happy and successful. Yes, we would love that to be a byproduct of, of what their lives will be, but their ultimate pers- purpose is to love God, to love others, and to go out into the world and make the impact that only they can make. So until we start parenting and mentoring girls that way, you know, a lot of times we can feel like the victim, you know, or like our girls are victimized by culture. But it's this is really more about empowering girls, empowering ourselves to have tough conversations and to guide them toward the truth of what God's Word says about them and what they're called to do out in the world to make a difference. Mm-hmm. Now, you and your husband, Brent, have recently expanded your work to offer some new resources. What are the two of you working on now? Yeah, so the new side of, of Bible Bells is called Truth Becomes Her, and basically it was born out of a lot of messages and emails and just parents and grandparents and teachers contacting us and wanting more of a framework, more um, educational-based resources, more tools and strategies that they can use to lead their girls well and to teach 
effective female leadership. You know, it's not it's not enough for girls to just see how everybody else is leading out in the world and to lead by example. We really need to tap into how God wired us as women and leverage those strengths and those talents and the things that we're wired to do and prioritize to inform our leadership and to be our authentic and genuine selves. So, I mean, that's the mark of a successful leader. And a lot of these adults contacted us and just said, where are the resources that will help us instill some of these, you know, hard and soft leadership skills? We want to grow these qualities in our girls. We need, we need tools and resources to do that. So that's, that's been really a great, I think, blessing for me, you know, when I was, when I left the classroom three years ago to become an entrepreneur for the first time, I sort of left teaching behind. And it's been nice to be able to pick it back up because I did so much counseling with parents and mentorship and, you know, guiding and supporting these adults who are in the, the these kids' lives. And it's nice to be able to pick it back up and expand our business in a way that's going to bless families um, across the miles. So like I said, the response has been great. It's been so exciting to make this and to be um, working on it with my husband, who's my partner in everything, marriage, ministry, everything. Oh, that's excellent. So you were a teacher of elementary age or older? So God really had me everywhere. I taught high school for two years, then I taught hmm. K through four, foreign language, I taught English, Spanish, um, leadership, and I ended up six years full-time in middle school. So God really prepared me by putting me in a lot of different opportunities. I was an athletics coach for 15 years, still do it. And um, yeah, it's just, it's been neat to see, you know, the, the different seasons and stages of development and to be able to come alongside parents and, and help in this way is just a major blessing for me personally and professionally. Well, aside from being a wife, a mother, a teacher, a podcaster, an entrepreneur, you've, and you're making me tired already, okay. But <laughs> you've also survived cancer five times. You went through some really serious trials. So I wonder what advice you would share about God's providence through your own testimony. Um, you know, it, I think what God's shown me in my own testimony, here, my, here I am, you know, on this interview, uh, seven years cancer-free. And that's not mm. the way everyone's journey ends. I don't, I don't, I, I mean, I, I'm walking in my purpose. I know that God's got plans for my life. I woke up today, so there's something for me to do. And that's just what I would say to anybody who's struggling to see God's plan, you know, seeking His will and trying to find what, what that bigger, what that bigger purpose is for the time that we all have here. You know, nothing's guaranteed. And that's such a, that's such an overused, you know, statement to make, but it's, it's really true. We just have no idea how long we have. And so I would say, you know, if you woke up today, there's something he wants you to do. There's someone he wants you to notice and stand in the gap for. You know, we're called to, to defend the weak and to come alongside people who are suffering. And if you woke up today, he's got something for you to do. So just just rest in the fact that his plan is perfect. If you're, you know, if you have a relationship with Jesus, you can just rest and praise and be and and be at peace with who he is. And not what you know in just laying down you know your your own plans because his plans are so much bigger and better and it really just it really helps to be in that frame of mind to just let go of of it, your own I don't I don't know what you would have planned and just just to pick up the mantle that God has for you to carry. Well, that's a good word, Erin. I wonder if you would pray for our listeners, especially those who want to have input into younger women's lives. Of course. Um, Heavenly Father, we come before you right now, Lord Jesus, and um, 
we just, we pray for strength. We pray for boldness, Lord. You have tasked us with an incredible opportunity to pour into the lives of an individual girl, groups of girls. I mean, the, the young women, the generations of female leaders that are coming up behind us, the adults who care about them have an incredible opportunity to come alongside them and train them up to go out into the world and do big things for you, to share the gospel, to make sure the people who don't know about Jesus hear his name and and proclaim his truth to the ends of the earth. And that's, that's our goal. And we just, we commit that goal to you, God, that is your ultimate goal for everyone's life who is a believer and a follower of Jesus. So I pray, I pray confirmation over that. I pray a boldness and just fierce faith into anyone who's listening, who wants to come alongside and raise up a giant killer, a female who's going to go out into the world and champion the cause of the Lord for whatever time on the earth she's been allotted. So Lord, thank you so much for the opportunity to, to work with you, to, um, to be here and to just, to just allow you to refresh and renew us every day and to understand that we get to go to battle on your behalf, but the victory is already yours. It's already won. So God, we fight, we fight in the knowledge of the truth that you've already set everybody free. And, um, just thank you for all these opportunities, Lord. It's so exciting to be able to partner with you in whatever capacity. You are so great and so big and so wonderful and so everything. So just praise your name this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. May it be so, Aaron. That's a great prayer. So as listeners want to get to know more about you, your your uh, Truth Becomes Her ministry, Bible Bells series, all these kinds of things that you're involved in, how can they find out more about you? Easiest way is just go to the website. It's truthbecomesher.com. We're also on social media at truthbecomesher, um, Instagram, Facebook. You can find us there. Okay, great. Well, we sure appreciate you being with us today on Charisma Connection. Thanks, Chris. It's been great. I'm Chris Johnson. Thanks for joining us for this visit with Aaron Weideman to talk about Bible Bells and Truth Becomes Her on Charisma Connection. This episode is brought to you by the ebook Revelatory Combat by Ryan Lestrange. Revelatory Combat is a concise look into the prophetic ministry and the partnership between prophets and apostles. It provides clarity for the battle facing the church in this hour. Ryan Lestrange and Charisma Magazine are proud to offer you a year-long subscription of Charisma Magazine, as well as a download of Revelatory Combat for only $20. If you'd like to take part in this offer, be sure to visit combat.charismamag.com or call 1-800-749-6500 and mention the word combat. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.